Business Lesson 25. Are You Qualified? Book 5. Business English. Vocabulary. Part 1. Page 179. 1. Increased. Grew. Developed. Expanded. Improved. Raised. Heightened. Enlarged. Broadened. Diversified. Accelerated. Optimized. Augmented. Delivered. Produced. Maximized. Accrued. Outperformed. Accumulated. Overcame. Exceeded. Surpassed. 2. Initiated. Started. Began. Launched. Founded. Activated. Instigated. Introduced. Set up. 3. Developed. Pioneered. Designed. Formulated. Originated. Discovered. Conceived. Generated. Created. Built. Commissioned. Assembled. Established. Installed. Constructed. Planned. Composed. 4. Enhanced. Improved. Developed. Streamlined. Standardized. Tightened up. Shaped. Structured. Edited. Reorganized. Updated. Renewed. Modernized. Redesigned. Modified. Revamped. Overhauled. Rearranged. Transformed. 5. Submitted. Posited. Presented. Contributed. Tabled. Suggested. Urged. Served as. Pitched. Positioned. Illustrated. Related. Recommended. Advised. Counseled. Imposed. Steered. Outlined. 6. Mediated. Interceded. Reconciled. Brought together. Arbitrated. Unified. 7. Restored. Mended. Repaired. Stabilized. Reinstated. Corrected. Returned. Rebuilt. Fixed. Revitalized. Renewed. Revived. Breathed life back into. Rejuvenated. Rectified. 8. Verified. Confirmed. Tested. Checked. Determined. Authenticated. Traced. Proved. Demonstrated. Audited. Inspected. Reviewed. Documented. Substantiated. Reconciled. Corroborated. 9. Administered. Ran. Conducted. Undertook to. Processed. Maintained. Fostered. Dealt with. Implemented. Enforced. Article Part 1. Page 179. The Purpose of a Resume. A resume serves as a written advert. It states in a concise and precise manner the skills, abilities, qualifications, and experiences of the bearer. It gives a cursory and quick description of who you are. It markets you to prospective employers and tries to convince them to employ you. It is, in fact, an autobiography of your job history. The purpose of a resume is paramount because it serves as a forerunner before your employer gets to meet you in person. Therefore, there is a need for you to have a meticulous, chronological, and expressive resume.
A good resume states the following purposes. It states your qualification in relation to the job you wish to secure. It states whether you have the requisite academic qualification. It states whether you have the requisite experience and skills. It states whether you have the requisite professional qualification. It states whether you are employable. And it states how you became aware of the job and the requirements. How to write a resume. A resume is an important tool for job seekers. It advertises and markets a job seeker. Therefore, it does not matter if you have the best professional qualification, skills, or experience. If you do not write and present your resume properly, it would deny you the opportunity of securing the job you wish to secure with the resume because you will not be present when interviewers will assess your resume to correct any errors or mistakes. A resume unlike an interview is like your forerunner. It announces you to the examiner or employers before they invite you for an interview. If only your resume impressed your interviewers. The length of a resume. Your experience and educational qualification determine the length of your resume. There is no conventional length for a resume. However, there is a need for a resume to be concise, precise, and simple. When a resume is short, concise, easy to read, it impresses an employer to go through your resume without stress. Remember that an employer will have a lot of resumes to read and would appreciate it if your resume were very simple, well-formatted, chronological, short, and concise. Therefore, one or two pages of a resume are best, but three pages will suffice where necessary. Take, for instance, where you have a long history of academic qualifications and experience. Ensure that your resume is simple and free of unnecessary facts. The format of a resume. There is no conventional format for a resume. The important thing is to include the necessary information in the resume. Sometimes the job you wish to apply for determines the format you will use. The following includes the information a resume should contain. Personal details. Object statement. List of skills. Career summary. Educational qualifications. Employment. History. Employment experience. References, referees. Different resumes for different jobs. It is important to prepare a resume for every job you seek to secure. Therefore, different jobs require different resumes because every job in particular has its peculiar requirements and terminologies, which employers want to see in your resume. Prepare a different resume for different jobs to make provision for requisite skills, terminologies, and experiences. Therefore, a resume may be short or long depending on the job you seek to secure. Sometimes, Job ads request that applicants should provide specific information, which may vary from the format stated above. Personalizing a resume. Personalize your resume by relating your opening statement, educational qualification, experience, and skill to the job requirements. List your most skills that relate to the job first, as well as your achievement. You need to include the requisite terminologies or keywords in your resume. Take, for example, a resume for a job opportunity in a hospital that will not have the same content as a resume you use to apply for a job in the medical field. The format of a resume. Personal details. Your personal details include your name, residential address, this may not be necessary in all cases, email address, and a contact phone number. Some recruiters work with recruitment software, which does not read the information in the headers or footers, so it is advisable to avoid placing your personal detail in the header of a resume. However, ensure that your resume begins with your name because some software saves a resume with the first word on the resume. In addition, some employers may discard your resume if they find out that your name is not the first word on your resume. Object Statement An objective statement is a statement at the beginning of a resume, 
which gives a brief description of you. It states your academic qualification, work experience, and qualification for the job. It is usually about five, six lines long and should be written in first-person sentences without the use of I. The object statement describes you in relation to the job, why you are the right person for the job, considering your experiences and qualifications, and how you will contribute to helping the organization achieve its goals. Skills You should include your skills in your resume. Such skills could be certified skills, technical skills, or skills acquired through experience. It is very important for your skills to relate to the job you are applying for, especially where the advert for the job requires applicants to possess specific skills. Your skills should also contain a list of your technical skills. Technical skills include your ICT knowledge. Technical skills are very important in the business world because many business operations are on electronic platforms, which help in productivity and profitability. The following are examples of technical skills, which you can have. Microsoft Office, Graphic Design, Web Design, Development of Excel, Programming Languages, Educational History. This information provides the employers with your educational qualification, which includes the highest level you attained in your educational pursuit. Some organizations place preference on candidates with higher educational qualifications over others, whereas other organizations place experience over educational qualifications. However, the nature of the job determines the preference for experience over educational qualification and vice versa. Take, for instance, no degree of experience would make a candidate have an edge over an educated expert in the medical field. It is not necessary to include your result unless it is so required in the job advert. It is also important to include academic accomplishments, such as awards and certificates. Employment History Work experiences relate to experiences that you have had. Some recruiters prefer candidates with work experience, as this will help them choose candidates who have knowledge about the job, because they will expend little or no resources to teach them what the job requires. Employment history also covers participation through school programs, such as work placements and internships. Voluntary works you have done in the past also fall within this category. References, referees. It is important to have about two referees. Referees are people who can suggest you to the organization. Ensure that your references are people who can give positive remarks about you because of the work experience they have had with you. Most times your references are your former bosses or superiors. However, you should be able to state reasons why you ceased working for them. State the names, designations, and contacts of your references in this section. Keywords. As earlier stated, you should stick to keywords, which are words that are peculiar to the job you seek to secure. Some recruiter use software that assesses your resume based on the number of keywords it contains. You can decipher these keywords from the job advert or the company's website. To make sure your resume has the right keywords and phrases, check out the job advert and make a list of keywords and phrases it uses. If you do not have a written job ad to refer to, you can use a job search engine to find other ads for similar jobs and see what kind of keywords those ads use. Make sure to add the keywords in the right places on your resume. Such places include the opening statement, educational qualifications, employment history, skills. Study skills, part 1, page 182. Business phrasal verbs, 1. I was called in, asked to do something, by my boss. 2. I need to catch up, do something that should be done, with my emails. 3. We are putting in, give, Hours and hours. Four. 
They won't give up. Abandon their demands. 5. We shouldn't give in. Surrender to bully tactics. 6. Do you think they picked up? Received the message? 7. I will need to get back to you. Reply. On that. 8. Can we work something out? Agree? Here? 9. I agreed to step in. Take their place. For my boss. 10. You need to run this by. Tell the client. 11. Who set this up? Arranged. 12. My colleagues said they would put in a good word. Say something positive for me. 13. That team always stick up for. Support each other. 14. I don't know who to turn to. Get help from. 15. You can always count on. Depend on me. 1. A new team of detectives were called in to conduct a fresh inquiry. 2. He's lagging behind a bit. I think we'd better wait for him to catch us up. 3. If I put in some extra hours today, I can have some time off tomorrow. 4. You'll never guess the answer. Do you give up? 5. After a heated debate, the employers gave in to the union's demands. 6. The nurse had picked up the information from a conversation she overheard. 7. I'll get back to you later with those figures. 8. We're trying to work out how to finish the project. 9. An outside buyer has stepped in to save the company from going out of business. 10. I would like to run some ideas by you before we agree on the deal. 11. We need to set up a meeting to discuss the proposals. 12. I really need a job and I was hoping you might put in a good word for me with your boss. 13. Her friends stuck up for her when other people said she was guilty. 14. There are plenty of people you can turn to for advice. 15. I'm counting on the meeting ending on time, or I'll miss my bus. Roleplay, Part 1, Page 182 Dealing with Customer Complaints Situation 1 You are a customer who has bought a very expensive machine. But after three days, you notice that the machine is making a terrible noise, and you are worried that something bad will happen to either the machine or those working on it. On top of this, you have been trying to get hold of the salesperson who sold you the product, but constantly gets his answer machine. You are angry, as this machine was only installed two days ago, and you have had to cancel various areas of production because of this. Your company is now losing money due to the fault. You call customer services, and having been put through to the wrong department three times, you are now seriously angry. This machine was expensive, and was described by the salesman as an investment. You finally get to speak to the manager of the company. You want action! Situation 2. You are the manager of an important manufacturing company, and you have had a very busy day. You are just about to take a well-earned lunch break, when the telephone rings. It is the receptionist who tells you that this is a call you must take as the client is very unhappy and is threatening to sue. You listen to the customer's complaint and realize that this is another of one of the many problems one of your sales team has created. If your boss finds out it will be more trouble for you and any chance that you have of a promotion that year will disappear. You need to try and resolve this problem quickly and quietly as possible. If you are lucky without your boss finding out, Hey, thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed another lesson of Uncle Sam's American English. These audios are synced with our four-book series. Contact one of our professors or join our online course by visiting our Facebook page, Uncle Sam's International.